We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. Wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> I had it set up. No, you know. Yeah, well, my it, yeah. <laughs> it is still playing too. I don't like. I hit the wrong button because it was already set up, and it's like when I went to go click on it, my mouse moved. Here we go. Next time you swear, I'm going to call the cops. Star, fall go off head. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, this show, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and we'll let JT handle all the Little John references. Oh, God, you're asking the wrong person for that. <laughs> Where's G? Is G not here? G's not here. G's not here, man. Pretty sure a moose got him. Probably. Oh, no. I'll still tag him in the post anyway. Yeah. Moose probably got him. That's that's uh, what happens in Canada. Oh, there he is. I had my internet knocked out. I was cleaning my floor and I realized I moved the cable. So. Ah. Whatever. I'm not on time anyway, normally. Oh, you missed it, but you missed it. I opened the show with your your guac, your your your, your crow quote from last week. Falco. Oh, Falco off head. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's what happened. Yep. Well, back to the regular goal, I guess. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Philadelphia Eagles are your world champions. Of a league that's played that. entirely in America. Well, not entirely in America, but a league comprised of teams based entirely in America. They're the best in the world in America. Hey, 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 hey! They play in they play in Britain, noise. You should know this by now. They play in Britain and they play in Mexico City. So but all, they, they play in three countries. But all the teams are based in the United States. So, but shut, I mean, like, but, but 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 but, but but I mean, I mean, America is better than the rest of the world anyway. So of course, our champions are the world champions, regardless. Well, have they ever defended the title outside of the U.S.? Because if not, they're not world. I mean, it took them this long for uh, somebody to win the WWE championship outside of the uh, North American <laughs> areas here. <laughs> it took AJ Styles to do it. Maybe if he joined the XFL. I don't know. He's still got two years. Come on, he can practice on football moves. Mm-hmm. I got, I got fucking Transformers 3 on right now. Why? Because I need to have the T, I gotta be watching something while I'm talking to you guys. I gotta have something to distract. I've got it on mute, so I'm not hearing anything, but, you know. It, it sounds like it's still painful. Just watch porn. It's really not painful to watch. This one's not ha horrible. This one's not horrible. You know, it's not, it, it's not Revenge of the Fallen horrible. It's not, um, whatever the one that came out last year is terrible. You know, you know, it's it, 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 it's watchable. I, mean, you I like how the bar has been 
upset that it's not as horrifically dreadful as these five other things that are out there. <laughs> so that makes it okay. Hey, if it's good enough for WWE, it's good enough for Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to find I had to find something quick. I, I've been doing stuff all day, you know, napping and you know, Taco Bell and you know, I got you know important things. <laughs> Man, I ain't getting no tacos. I got no sleep. I'm like. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Yeah. I'll put it on Monk now. There, I'll put it on Monk. There, I'm happy, happy now. I changed it to Monk. <laughs> no longer, I no longer have Transformers Three on. No, I said, you happy now? Oh. No, well, that's what the antidepressants are for. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how worse, worse you, how no matter how bad your life gets. There's always white people renovating houses. <laughs> Considering how many people I work with who watch that stuff religiously, that hits very close to home right now. <laughs> they, they you know talk people about that watch white people renovate houses? Well, on TV, yeah. They don't go out and you know physically watch them. That could be slightly creepy, but uh, they, they talk about these names like I should know them and these I guess they're interior design concepts and they make jokes about words and I'm standing there just completely not getting it at all and they don't understand why I don't get it I'm a white SoundCloud rapper and my girlfriend is a butterfly specialist and uh, <laughs> our budget is six million dollars <laughs> that, that, that is the gist of those shows Yeah, we don't work. We just we we. N n I work part time as a as a as a dog butt wiper, and we're uh, you're. I do I, I do a, I have a vlog. Our budget is seventeen million dollars. Who the fuck do you get this kind of money? Are you you're all fucking? You know what it is? It's all fucking inherited oh. people, people who have have an inherited heritage. I'm willing to bet that like HGTV is like fronting a shit ton of that money. Cause like, TV. They, I'm sure they have uh, sponsors, as well, companies that sell the shit that they're using to renovate. Oh yeah, of course. But if you can't trust reality TV, then who can you trust? <laughs> Please don't ask that today. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Yes, that was political commentary. All right then. <laughs> I didn't realize the world was actually still revolving because the Olympics are on. What's going on in the States? How can it, re how can it revolve when it's flat? Yeah, uh, the dinosaur it can still spin while it's flat. Right the meteorite Have you not seen Beyblades? No, it's a cake, dude. We've gone over this. The world is a cake. A tasty cake. And I well, have I the animated like chips to prove it. The cake is a lie. Well, some people might say that. But those people are wrong. That's Portal. That's a video game. This is real life, man. It's a fucking cake. <laughs> hey, man, the Royal Rumble winner is in the animated Jeff dancing. Okay? How could that be a lie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I don't have a GIF. That's going to be our GIF this week. I'll load it up. 
I, I could have sworn I posted this at some point. I think JT mm -hmm. must have seen this at some point. I troll Flat Earthers all the time with this. <laughs> so I will, I will make our animated shift for the week. Nakamura dancing while Earth cake is being eaten. And all will <laughs> all know the Good times. Remember, uh, we had there were oh. there was well oh sorry G didn't mean to cut you off there was, was there was a stable continue there was a fun one this week I don't even know if he was just working us or not but it was like it was token it was token like flat Earth there it was like it had all the talking points you know Earth is flat and then Hillary and it's it's a Hillary and, and Obama and, and you know they're still in charge and all that shit and I'm like cray cray alert and you guys are like may put post another like candy bars because the cray cray alert thing that I put looked like a Snickers bar. <laughs> and then he goes later on, he goes, seriously, seriously, I, I'm serious on this subject. And then I post the cray cray alert again and he calls, he said, if the earth, earth isn't flat, may God strike me down. And I'm like, really? And I posted, you need help. He goes, why are you still here? <laughs> oh. Guys, I'm super serial. <laughs> I, 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 my response was, I am ginger. <laughs> Oop. <laughs> well, and that mind. is Nakamura dancing while people are eating earth cake. I told you. Cake <laughs> theory. One of my favorites. Classic. Yeah, it makes more sense than the other theory I've heard. What's that? The cake theory that the world is a cake. Oh, totally yeah. a cake. Look, the proof's right in front of you. <laughs> I'm looking point. at it right now. You're right, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I troll well, my friend. You know, so, <laughs> the the theory in Men in Black is that the Earth is like in in the middle of a of a of a one of those mar uh, of, in the middle of a um marble. Yeah, but then they did the joke again in the second one, and now I don't know what the Earth is anymore. We're a marble in a locker in a box or something. But what about the Discworld theory? I like that one better. Wait, the what world theory? Discworld, the giant turtle. Oh, yeah. It's turtles all the way down. Well, you see, you, you see, you see, drought. Donatello got killed, so unfortunately, <laughs> you know, we can't. He can't. He can't carry. They can't carry it. The turtles can't carry the earth on their, their backs anymore. So, and it was they were alternating every four years. That's why our, our our seasons. One year we'll have a warmer winter than most, and then the next year we'll have a shit winter, and then the winter we'll of we'll, we'll, and in between, you know. I'm just saying, if if the world is on the back of a turtle, then technically it is flat. What about the elephants, though? Ah, fuck them. There's elephants involved in some of the turtle explanations. I, I'm not making this up. That's the fucked up thing. <laughs> well, I, I, I do like the one that says that you can totally prove that the Earth isn't flat because if it were, cats would have knocked all the shit off of it already. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, that's a classic. <laughs> I've got cats. That's true. The little mm -hmm. bastards knock everything off. 
Mm-hmm. It's like how Australia doesn't exist. And then there's a version of the map where they actually draw a cat playing with a ball. That is Australia. That's another good one. Yeah, well, whatever. You know, some people like to deny things that have been, you know, kind of established by ancient civilizations for thousands of years. But hey, they must be right because YouTube said it. Got to be true. I saw a meme. Memes are always factual. <laughs> put it, put, put it, make it, make a meme with a with a celebrity. I mean, I, you know, he means he actually said it. I believe I, I believe every meme I read. I mean, I'm eating Tide Pods right now. <laughs> mm, Tide Pods. <laughs> you should try the All Pods. They're, those ones taste better. Minty, minty fry. <laughs> I do love a good steamed Tide Pod. <laughs> Can we talk about the Tide ads from the Super Bowl? No, no because I've not seen them. What happened? <laughs> Just a lot of them. Yeah, there was a lot of them, and they were just parodies of. Yeah, they were just parodies of like every other ad, like every other type of ad. I was really hoping that they would have adverts where people are eating Tide Pods. No. And that's like somebody had said to me, like, I'm surprised they don't have to put disclaimers on their ads anymore, not for internal use or something, you know. <laughs> Give them time; they'll have to. Yeah, yeah, because people are fucking stupid. This is another thing on the internet the other day. I don't know if this is a thing or whatever, but I saw it once. Uh, it, it was the the hot coil challenge. You turn oh, your God, yeah. turn I your fucking stove too. on and put your arm on it. What the fuck? How fucking stupid are people? People are very very stupid. I haven't fact checked that one. I didn't really want to watch the video. The still clips were enough for me. Yeah. Right. Can we can we just go back doing like the like the the oh shit what was that challenge the ice bucket challenge yeah right I I, I, I I'd love to go chug a nice beer on on air again <laughs> I mean, at least that one had a you know one it's not gonna kill you presumably and two it, you know you're supposed to donate to charity afterward. Mm -hmm. Coaster shared a photo. They have juice boxes now. <laughs> yes, juice boxes. I've seen that one, too. I did see that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. People are stupid and just, like, we can't just let them die because it's inhumane. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, I gotta go. I'll be right back. <laughs> Yep. All right. Carl Malone is okay. Now that I have Barkley, I had to capture a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh, well. Good old stupidity. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, back in, back in the day, we just let these idiots die. You want to be stupid and eat fucking laundry detergent? Fucking die. Well, what I want to know is when did we stop looking at this as culling the herd and just moving on and looking at it as, no, wait, we need them. No, we don't. If you're going to do stuff like that, goodbye. I think it all started when that woman sued McDonald's. 
Like, hey, we can do stupid shit and it's not our own fault anymore. <laughs> but dolls made me fat. Yeah. And the most disturbing thing about that isn't that she did it, it's that she won. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh no, my fucking coffee is hot! Yeah, but guys, you know that's not all there was to it, right? I, I, I know. I know, yeah, but the I don't. I would like some justification on how someone sued McDonald's for making them fat. No, no, we're, ta no, we're, we're talking about no, that one got thrown out. They, they that one, and that was Burger King that she tried to throw. Cause she tried, they tried saying "Have it your way" was a misleading, uh, misleading message. Was was a was misleading, and they got fat because it, and that that got thrown out. That's why the Super Size Me movie got made. Yeah, but, that's they, great. but they sued. Yeah, we're they we're sued, talking about a. The, what was that? Go the, ahead. I thought you were. He, Joe's talking about the one that that spilled coffee on her hand and. Got, Sued them because the coffee was too hot. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of really stupid American lawsuits, unfortunately. <laughs> they do get mixed up. But yeah, and, I know I know the super size me thing for sure is right. Yeah. But my point I've is that's that so many times it's dumb. <laughs> my point is that's why we can't call the herd. As as Drow put it. That's why we can't call the herd, as Drow put it, is because people will fucking sue. Like, oh I ate laundry detergent and now I got sick and I'm gonna die. I'm gonna sue Tide. Because the internet told me to eat fucking laundry detergent. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, right. yeah, but just because everybody might have the right to sue, that doesn't mean that any judge has to hear it. They throw stuff out all the time. This is true. You're, you're not legally guaranteed to waste people's time and be a dumbass. There's not a right to that. Can I just blame the entire, the entire thing on Yes. <laughs> yes. We're all and in agreement. It's Roman Reigns' fault. You know, the funny thing is, is um, gee, about supersize me, I was going to say about, there was a guy, it was a Netflix documentary. There was a guy that actually went and um, did the same thing as the supersize me guy and pretty much disproved, disproved that whole movie. Because he was like, because, you know, Supersize me was to make it make it all look bad, and I'm not endure. You know, you like fast food, you want to eat fast food, that's fine, and that's you know. But you know, the guy that did Morgan Spurlock did the guy that did Supersize me made it look like you know you don't you're you know you're unhealthy. You're all you're going to become is unhealthy. And then there's this other guy. He did I forgot what the name of the documentary was, but he did his own version of it where he yeah. exercised and he actually ate McDonald's every day for a month too, and he had he didn't turn out half as bad half as bad as um, Morgan. Morgan you know, overdid it. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it. It's everything in moderation. I mean, I know that he's now disappeared forever because he's really weird, but Jared Fogle, like, you can't just eat nothing but Subway and get thin. You have to do other shit. No, Jared had AIDS. <laughs> well, when you molest we, children, you can't you do that know. now because half the joke in that episode uh, is that he gave kids AIDS and did. Yeah. This, this is true. You're correct. I rescind my co my comment. <laughs> We're not starting. Like everything is. I mean, fuck it, man. You can eat nothing but McDonald's and possibly lose weight, or at least not kill yourself. We may not be stars here, but we also don't condone fucking children. <laughs> Which is why Blood in the Dance Floor is not coming to fucking Buffalo because <laughs> there was this huge okay. backlash. Whoever those guys are, fuck them. There's this band. 
called Blood on the Dance Floor, if you want to call them a fucking band. And uh, they were pedophiles. What's happening? They're, they're fucking pedophiles. Anyway, so they, they got booked for this show at this bar that I frequently book shows at. I didn't book them because I'm not that stupid. Um, I know the guy who did. Uh, but then just like, he's like, yeah, blood on the dance floor is coming. And then literally like everybody that saw that post is like, why, why are you bringing those pedophiles here? We don't want them here. And then he like canceled the show without even fucking telling them. (laughs) Huh? And then they're like, well, you know, we've never been, we've never been, uh, convicted of anything. And it's like, well, here's the police report. Here's an interview of you saying that you got a blowjob from a 14-year-old. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, no, we don't fucking want you here. Well. Yeah, that just went on a dark tangent anyway. Oh, well. Anyway, we were talking about Jared Fogle. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of pedos. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. I don't think anyone's going to debate Joe on that topic. It's like, that's (laughs) (laughs) There's literally a video of this guy, like, I just got a blowjob from the 14-year-old officer. Like, what the fuck? The important question is, how the fuck were they not found guilty? I don't know. (laughs) I do, I I cannot. At the interview and being fed off. Uh... Yeah. Going to police in truck because you need to do a line of coke, but you're still fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wish I was rich and famous. Yeah, right? <laughs> anyway, we were talking about Jared Fogle. <laughs> that is never going to be a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't work the first time I tried it. <laughs> I'm trying to get it was back on topic of fast food and shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys watch any Olympics yet? No, I I I, 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 boy, I boycott the Olympics every time. The Olympics happen. Why? Because I don't watch them, so I just <laughs> said boycott because I felt like saying boycott. It's not really a boycott though. Like it's protest. No, I just it's not, not I just, interested. No, That's I, cool. I don't. I don't. I, I don't boycott the Olympics. I, I just. I just don't watch them. Like you said, it's like I said. I'm not interested. You're not really. You know. Okay. Yeah. When you know Jordan played in the Olympics with like the greatest team ever with Barkley and um, uh, and other and other and, and Carl Malone and you know other. You know, you don't have to defend it, man. That's cool if you don't you know, like it. I was just curious. I kind of get off the Jared Fogle thing, you know. And when I when it was um, the did last you at least see the thrones in the opening ceremony? Because that was no. some fucking neat shit. No, I don't watch. I don't watch anything. I, I don't. I don't want. Like I said, I don't watch anything. Oh, I was oh. watching True Lies last night. They yeah, watched, I, I didn't even know the Olympics were happening until I heard people talking about those drones. It's like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Cool. You don't have to like the Olympic sports, but like, if you like special effects and stuff, the opening ceremony. Yeah, I, I still like the drone. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But I was hardly surprised when people said it was pre-recorded. Ah, well. You know, no, no, this this thing was pre-recorded. No. Oh no. No. 
cool thing is that it was pre-recorded, though. Because imagine it was live, and at this exact moment, that's when Skynet became sentient. <laughs> you don't even want to know how they let the electric plane this year. Like, holy shit. That's <laughs> right. Okay, no fair. I just throwing it out there. I don't know. I, I'm an Olympic mark, so I've been uh, trying to watch what I can. I That's just haven't much. haven't been home to watch, so I'm just waiting for hockey at this point. I, I understand the appeal of the Olympics, but I'm not a big sports guy of any kind. I used to watch the figure skating like that was the big thing that I watched. I haven't paid attention to it in years. I don't even know who anybody is, but once upon a time, that was the thing was ice skating in the Olympics. All I know, all, all for me, all I know is whoever whoever carried the American flag, um, is somewhat from is from someplace not in New York City. So of course the news has to claim them as Central New York. So, so so they that's that's all that's all that's kind of really all I really know. It's like go USA, but more specifically go New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people like to do that. If it, I mean, there's obviously the nationalism side of it is kind of fucked up. The, the, the Russians aren't even allowed to have a country this year. They're like the, uh, what is it, or? Olympic? Olympic of Athletes Russia. of Russia or something, yeah. It sounds like it's the acronym is or. And boy, did or take a paddle in this morning in women's hockey. <laughs> I've been waiting to use that. But <laughs> I, I don't know the whole deal. I feel like I feel bad for... Like, this is, like, all drug testing, right? I don't know if you guys really, if you're not following it, then you might not know that. I'm Probably shocking, I'm sure. But the Russians are drug testing, right? Right out of left field. Well, I kind of feel bad because there would have been a lot of people on that. Spent that last four years training, and, like, they wanted to go, and they're clean athletes. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? We want to go. So I think that's how that all happened, but I, I'm not sure the whole story. I just heard they got, like, a bunch of them got the band hammer. Couple more of them got the band hammer because this is a wrestling podcast. Ah. <laughs> That's the funniest <laughs> thing that's I, I been said all day. His TNA theme was just a list of his moves. <laughs> yeah, no shit, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that were really shit music beat. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Okay. What did happen on wrestling this week? I really I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Pretty sure I had some of it on at some point. I, I took a nap, and then I woke up at 9 o'clock on Monday, and I'm like, oh, shit, let me put wrestling on. So put wrestling on, and I'm like, all right, I don't know what the fuck I missed in the first hour. And then I subsequently fell asleep out of boredom for the next two hours. And I don't know why I didn't watch wrestling on Tuesday, but I didn't watch wrestling on Tuesday. So... I have no idea. I watched all of it and I can't remember anything on it. 
Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's go to Angry Marks and see if we can find out what happened in Elimination Chamber Qualifier: Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. Roman wins, lol. Matt Hardy hits the twist of fate. The uh, Dash uh, Dash Wilder lost to Finn Balor. That was a thing. Okay. I just got an email notification popped up. Rob Van Dam tweeted. <laughs> Nothing about our show. Nothing about our show. <laughs> Nothing about our whole fucking show. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, the, the Balor Club beat the Revival. Uh, let's see. Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali versus Drew Gulak and Tony Nese with Drake Maverick on commentary. Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali won. Uh, let's see. Oh, Alexa Bliss claimed that it was sexist that she has to wrestle in the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, I do remember that. Yep. That was the one where he pulled the crowd if they wanted to see her defend her title, but she he never actually pulled the card to see if Brock would. Right. Yeah, I saw someone say that that, that should have been Alexa's comeback was to do that. Yeah. Whole. Totally well, should have been. They that... couldn't do that, though, because that would kind of bury Lesnar. Yeah, that's right. I, mean, I understand the why they thing. didn't do it, but it would have been so much more fun if they did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you go halfway, you know, it's just better to do all of it. I did hear about that, and it sounded really fun, especially coming from her. I mean, all of the stuff that I was seeing on Twitter about, you know, Alexa Bliss calling out Lesnar, and I'm like, oh, please, dear God, make that a thing. That would be so awesome. Alexa Bliss shoots hard on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> but, but then her tag team partner, Braun Strowman, shows up and kicks his ass for her. Which... That's true. I, I haven't noticed any actual connection outside of the Facebook show. Uh, they ever really, have they teased anything where they're going to actually continue these teams on their regular programming or no? Not that I know. That's Team Little Big, I think, right? They call them? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, like, what you just proposed. I mean, I, logically, from the stories, if where they were connected, that would be the way to do it. You gotta kill some time. There's a, there's a pay per view match you could set up. Meanwhile, you know, type of match. So she still has to defend it, and Ron's like, "Well, I will beat him up for you." Type of deal. It's simple, simple booking too. Mm -hmm. God damn. So here's well, some of, some of the lines from this. Kind of skipping ahead, but in the mixed match challenge, they are for whatever godforsaken reason teasing that. Uh, Braun Strowman has a crush on Alexa Bliss, so oh, yeah. there's total like storyline reasoning for him to be like, I'll, I'll beat him up for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah they had a little back and forth uh, 
It was this week. I remember him talking about it. Yeah, and like, she's like, I think you're cute too. And then we're going to go all the way yeah. to the end of the champion, to the end of the tournament. Speaking of tournaments, 205 has pretty much become the uh, Cruiserweight Classic all over again. I've still not watched it, but everyone else seems pretty happy with it. Yeah. I've heard good things, yeah. Well, I heard yeah, same. Sort of taking the reins on that and becoming a better product. Papa H. Nobody's watching it, though. I certainly am not. Yeah, I don't really plan on changing my viewing habits, but yeah. I have heard the matches have actually been, like like Toaster saying, apparently some people are going as far as saying some of the best matches in the calendar year, which is pretty crazy considering what's already happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that level because I didn't see it. Well, one thing that's been just hilarious on social media, even though I haven't really seen the show either, apparently Akira Tozawa was trying really, really hard to get the general manager spot, and when he didn't get it, and the former Rockstar Spud got it, there's all of this stuff of him going around trying to fire people. Yeah, that's his gimmick now, that he, he wants to win... The cruiserweight title because he feels he can fire people if he does it. Yeah, he wanted to be GM and he wasn't, so now he's still acting like he is. But then, huh. oh, what? What's his name? I mean, it's it, not Rockstar Spud, but his new name. Drake. Drake Maverick. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake Maverick keeps posting stuff like, yeah, you know, there's a picture of Tazawa sitting in what is very clearly timeout and looking very, you know, little kid being punished kind of thing. And there would be something like, you know, if this man has told you you are fired, I am sorry. You are not fired. He is a very bad boy. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I just saw him complaining that like half of his stuff are missing. Uh, but it's great. They've had like five or six of these where Tazawa's going around firing people. And then Maverick has to you know, pull it back and like, no, he's not really in charge of anything. Don't listen to him. You're not fired. <laughs> and he's always just sitting there pouting. It's hilarious. Yeah, I've been loving like those little uh, little videos that he's that he's been sending out. He's strutting around like Vince McMahon, flailing his arms around. All right, back to Monday Night Raw for whatever reason. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar versus yeah, Oscar versus Bailey, and of course Oscar wins. That was uh, like a really long match. Like really, I think it was like a three-segment one. Yeah, I remember that. The Miz, some of it, uh, cuts a promo. He's gonna be the Intercontinental Champion forever, or some shit. Oh, oh no, he's gonna be the uh, first ever Intercontinental and Universal Champion. Uh, match five elimination chamber qualifying match: The Miz versus Apollo Cruz. Wonder who will win this one? According to Angry Marks, of course the Miz wins. Raw Tag Team Championship: The Bar defend against Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns successfully. Thanks to Jason Jordan. Yeah, they've acknowledged that Jason Jordan is injured now on TV. Okay. But so his his last act was to get them disqualified. 
Braun Strowman vows to win tonight, just like he won last week, and like he's going to win at the Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. He says nothing at all can stop him. Nia Jax beat up a 17-year-old. Yeah, right. That's right. Uh, Sonya Deville versus Mickey James. Mickey James wins that one. And gets attacked by Absolution. And saved by Alexa Bliss. Elias versus John Cena versus Braun Strowman. And Elias somehow wins. He didn't just win. He pinned John Cena. Huh. Nice. That really... That, that pissed a lot of people off. That Although it was a chicken shit heel win. Like, Braun... I don't remember quite how it happened, but... He pinned him off of Braun's finishing move, but gotcha. I've forgotten how Braun wasn't involved. <coughs> so yeah, it, it's not like like you fucking beat him by himself. Elias dodges, Braun hits a running power slam to Cena, goes for one to Elias, Elias wriggles out, tosses Braun to the floor, and covers Cena for three. Yeah, Elias wins, Braun power slams, uh, power slams Elias, the crowd chants one more time, Braun starts to leave, hears the booze, climbs back in the ring and hits Cena with another. The crowd chants again, Braun points at Elias, the crowd goes nuts, Braun power slams Elias a second time, Braun poses on the top rope until the crowd starts chanting one more time again, so he power slams Cena, then he power slams Elias. I thought everybody liked Elias. I, I, thought I like Elias. <laughs> I thought he was unexpectedly really popular on main Some Rostle people like stuff. him, yeah. They, they love him singing. They just still hate him in the ring. <laughs> I'm getting tired of his singing. Uh, I, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, just learn a new fucking song, dude. Like, and, and Cena, Cena <laughs> got power. Cena got power slammed all the way to the Kathy Lee and Hoda show where he performed a wedding on. Um, he was he was the. He's whatever Joe is, so he can perform weddings. Um, and he he married he married a couple on Kathy Lee and Hoda on Friday. Yeah, my mom sent that to me. I'm like, I don't really care, mom. Thank you. <laughs> I actually sort of watched it because yeah, we were having breakfast. I was at work, you know, us government job people. You know, we were at breakfast, and um, yeah, it, they had it on, and we had to we we were watching it. Did you die? No, but I couldn't see Cena very well. Fuck. Did it, did it, did it. <laughs> yeah, my mom sent that to me, and she's like, oh, John Cena is marrying this guy and this girl on, on the Today Show, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's great, Mom. I'm going back to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, actually, I, I shared the... Uh, <laughs> From when the uh, guitar player from Killswitch Engage was on The Price is Right. And my mom goes, oh, you know, and I said, I'm going to see this guy in a month. And my mom thought I meant Drew Carey. So my mom's like, <laughs> my mom's like, are you going to audition to be on The Price is Right? Said, uh, what the hell are you even talking about, mom? <laughs> and she said, well, you said you were going to go see that guy. I said, yeah, the, the, the contestant. <laughs> He's in a band. I had to explain Killswitch Engage and how they're coming to Rochester with Anthrax. And... <laughs> And how you don't get, you don't get, like, you don't audition to be on The Price is Right. You just have to be in the audience and they call your name. <laughs> so, yeah, 
Those are conversations I have with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, let's see. SmackDown, Shane's in the ring. Everybody, welcome to SmackDown Live. What's up, Kansas City? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he confronts Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan is like, well, they should have an opportunity to write the mistake from the Royal Rumble. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but um, you keep giving opportunities to these same two guys. And uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and AJ Styles and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah there I, was an interesting line from that promo that I, I guess wasn't in there, but uh, further teasing that Daniel Bryan returns will never happen, so stop teasing it, please. Yeah, right, no, I did With catch Shane that. Shane saying, like, you're just trying to live through them because we all know that you want nothing more than to get back in the ring. Yeah, that's all in here. I, I did yeah. see that. I remember seeing that. Yeah, and just to rub it in, Shane jumped, walked to the to the root, to the ceiling of the of the arena and jumped off of it onto a table. <laughs> you did actually, though. You just but this commercial break, though, you got to be there alive for that stuff now. <laughs> I I remember that promo too. I don't know that it's brought up. I yeah. like I like the idea of how AJ Styles was coming out basically to like. You know, penalty, the thing that was the most obvious, why he's the, he's the champion, he's getting fucked over because those two guys keep arguing over uh, those other two dudes. Uh, again, I thought that was logical. It's like, okay, that's, I actually support that. I would just see Clara Lynch to come back and we're good. Daniel Bryan's physical therapist. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Shelby or whatever. Bring that motherfucker uh, back. That, that would be prime for a Dr. Shelby return, have him make Shane and Brian make cool. The New yeah. Day are backstage answering questions on Twitter. They, uh, on Twitter. they make a joke about Corey, Gra- <laughs> yeah, about Corey Graves getting in a fight. And uh, did you catch Corey Graves' line to coach on, uh, on yeah. Raw? <laughs> I, I caught it, but I didn't know the significance until way afterwards when someone explained it to me. <laughs> Told him you'll be back doing AM radio. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it was they're claiming now it was all work. And Corey was on Booker's show on like Friday or something, oh, Saturday. Geez. All right. I listened to like them talking about it. I, it's, I mean, got to be a little skeptical because it's damage control. The company doesn't isn't going to want their people publicly fighting over jobs and shit. But they are both still technically working for the company. Oh, the way the way the way Booker. Explained it to Corey when he was talking to him on the phone. Was uh, he, he was they, they had like ten minutes to fill and he was just like ad libbing, bullshitting. And apparently that's how they normally are. And then and then they basically said something about beating up Michael Cole while they were talking to. So I don't know, man. I I kind of think the internet got word, but that's just me. And I I'm among them. I read that. I didn't fact check it. I was like, okay. That's apathy, though. I blame apathy. I just copy-paste, man. Mm-hmm. No editing, nothing. Yes, so is everything I read is exactly from Angry March. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Sometimes other shit, but usually it's the go-to. Yeah. Charlotte uh, wrestled Liv Morgan and won. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers beat two jobbers. The Usos come out and cut another promo. 
We get the top 10, the SmackDown top 10, as voted on by SmackDown Live superstars. Of yeah, course, right. number 10, can you guess who it is? They're all faces. <laughs> can you guess They're who all, number 10 is, though? on the list is a face. It's the heels won't vote for heels, I guess. I was, I don't know. That's got to be part of a plot, though, the storyline that are going to build up. Oh, I'm sure. Otherwise, why the fuck are they doing it? Number 10 is uh, Triple H. No. No, he's on Raw. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 remember what company no. we're talking about here. We're talking about a company that runs everything into the fucking ground. So guess who number 10 was? JT doesn't Shane watch. McMahon? JT didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's supposed to, it's it was Ty Dillinger. It was Ty Dillinger. By the locker room, right? Yeah, I'll just like, say it was Ty Dillinger, so Joe can move on. Yeah. Yeah, it was Ty Dillinger was number 10. <laughs> There's, uh, but that's all storyline. Like, that wasn't, like, reflective of any fan voting. It was storyline that the wrestlers voted in the locker room for their buddies that they thought were the best. That's all it is. It's a story device. They even said that, that it's just a popularity contest. It's, yep. It's a story device. That's right. And it's like, no one actually voted for it. Like, they wrote it, so... Yeah. <laughs> what does that tell you? Like Joe, Joe said, running it right into the ground to get rid of Ty Dillinger. And Naomi was number four. And he just was number one, and nobody cares about the other fuckers. <laughs> Randy Orton's one of them, and that just takes away the rest of your interest, just like that. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested. <laughs> we come back, it's the United States title on the line. Bobby Roode ruins Rusev Day by beating Rusev. Okay. You can't beat him on Rusev Day. And Soviet Russia. <laughs> Wait, he's not Soviet Russia. He's, he's Bulgarian. <laughs> I wish you like made him from a different country every week. I'll be honest. Yeah. They might as well. He was from Russia for the... For a long time, and now all of a sudden he's like, "Oh no, I'm from Bulgaria. I just like Russia." Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't kind of like oh, for that African. They they corrected that actually pretty quick into his run with Lana. Yeah, that was actually very quick, like a couple weeks, and then they they started doing the Bulgaria thing. I she think it's sore. because a lot of people got annoyed at all the Russia stuff. They Maybe. took it probably yeah. a bit too seriously. The fuck it. No, no, I don't like Putin. Bulgaria. <laughs> you don't know these silly Americans don't even know if Bulgaria existed until now. <laughs> no, it's not that we don't know that it didn't exist. We just can't find it on a map. That's true. Uh-huh. We know it's there. We just can't figure out where it is. That is true. I don't know where it is. That's why flattered. <laughs> Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin beat the Ascension. They announced Dolph Ziggler versus Car uh, Baron Corbin next week. <laughs> Delightful. Hooray. Uh, and then uh, AJ Styles on commentary for a number one contenders match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Bet you can't guess what happens. <laughs> no finish? Yeah. AJ Styles gets involved, beats down Sami Zayn. Owen tries to grab him, so AJ punches him too. Suicide dive to both men, yells that he wanted a winner, and Daniel Bryan comes out and says, I have an announcement to make. 
Due to the superlative performance by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and the outside interference, I declare that both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will compete for a WWE Championship at Fastlane in a triple threat match. It's really incredible that they have AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens, and they've done it so much that no one cares. Uh-huh. They have three incredible workers, and I don't want to see them wrestle anymore. It's just kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Please stop. <laughs> With the mm-hmm, okay, Joe, stop that, dude. <laughs> no, just in general. Oh, okay, no, I was, I was. I guess you'll have to stop after a limit, after whatever, because then they'll have to stop building for WrestleMania. But I just don't care. Yeah, that's 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 what they do though. It's the last what five years now. This is the worst build for WrestleMania ever. Oh, I'm really not. Some of those stories have already been set up, and they'll, they'll do a few more after the next two pay-per-views yeah. come. And we'll complain about them, because it's what we do. And then some of them will turn out to be actually good. And then we'll complain that we had to complain about them. <laughs> Gotta stay That's consistent. That's how it works. That's mm-hmm. right. Either we complain about how bad it ended up being, or we complain that people didn't give it a chance. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of how this works. People love complaining. So that was that was the wrestling of the, the WWE nature. Is that, I know we haven't talked about it, so I think none of us watch any of it at all anymore. Is the Switcher Underground still on television or no? Like, I know they no, no, no. Season, are they on a break? They're on a break. I yeah, think the I think the next season. season's announced. Yeah, uh, season four got announced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. But they, uh, so they are in between. Yeah, I was gonna watch all of season three, but I got like five episodes in and stopped. So that didn't go very well. Okay. Yeah, I lost. I lost interest. Like, what was it? Season beginning of season three. Maybe two. I don't know. I don't even know how long three was. Because how much I feel out of the loop on that. Yeah. TNA's still on, right? Or whatever they call I it. I know TNA's still going. Is there anything relevant going on in that show? Does anyone have a clue? Because I, I don't. The only thing relevant about Impact now is who's leaving. Austin, yeah. Austin Aries oh, is the world champion. Oh, Austin really? Okay. Austin Aries is the world champion, yes. Is he tag teaming with his banana or no? Well, Maybe. let's see. How many is there anybody else in TNA besides Austin Aries? I don't think well, so. Bubba's actually still there, kind of. He's not quit yet. Yet. <laughs> they got. They got. I know they have guys and, and girls that wrestle. I just. Oh, now it's in Canada. It just feels so local. I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, TNA <laughs> have <a> local indie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. Our boy Moose is still there. Hmm. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Good for him. Did he sign some sort of couple-year deal, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I might see, him, might see him at some point jump shift, I guess. I don't know. Well, as I recall, the WWE wanted him back when he left Ring of Honor, and he was like, nah, I'm going to go somewhere else. 
So, who knows? Anything happening in Japan right now? Oh, yeah. They just came off a uh, pretty big new beginning tour. They broke it up into three shows. Uh, a lot of people don't like that. They feel it waters down the card, but there's something to be said for having you know, one or two big matches at three different shows instead of one super card that fewer people can get to, especially when you're coming down off of Wrestle Kingdom and launching into whatever the new stuff is going to be. Um, I liked some of it more than a lot of reviewers online did, but um, you know, that's as maybe uh, the big thing off of the last show, because I, I think last time I already covered the few shows for New Beginning in Sapporo, but the Osaka show was going to be the big one. And there's some really cool stuff on there. So if you have a chance to sit down and watch, there are several things that are totally worth <laughs> worth your time. Um, the big one is, of course, the main event of Okada defending the heavyweight title against Sonata. Sonata's been needing that breakout moment, and he's pretty much had it now. Um, it, it, it's not... It, it isn't totally where he needs to be, but it's pretty close. And if you don't think his entrance is just the coolest thing ever, then I'm very sorry, because it's, it's really fun. Um, although, his new get-up that they have him in, I defy anyone to look at that mask and not see it as a combination of Groot and Jack Skellington, and now I can't unsee it. And, you know, neither can you. But it is pretty neat. Um, that match was really good, and the problem is nobody thought for a second that any of the big titles were going to change hands on the show. Um, the big deal was that at Osaka, all five members of Los Gobernables de Japón had singles matches. Ushi and Naito had special singles matches. The other three were all title matches. Uh, Hiromu faced Will Ospreay for the junior title. That match was freaking insane. Uh, you absolutely need to watch that. It's unbelievable. Um, and then Evil faced Hiroki Goto for the Never title, and Sonata faced Okada for the Heavyweight title. All of them were good, but the Hiromu versus Osprey match was absolutely ridiculous. And and the main event was also really good. So if you don't watch anything else, those two matches are totally worth sitting down to see. Um, the fact that Chaos basically has all the belts right now, except for the continental title that Noru Suzuki has and the heavyweight tag titles that uh, Sonata and Evil have. Yeah, I've hated that for you know, obvious reasons, but recently a buddy put forth a theory that, even though I'm not totally sure I buy it, 
it does at least put stuff in context and make kind of but um, I'm sure nobody cares about that but me. So anyway, that's pretty much it. Huh. So not a whole lot. A little bit. Well, and I don't know who's making all that noise, but... Uh, yeah, I thought it was my end. Sorry. I, I no, it's, prob it's probably me. I'm, I'm doing... I'm doing... I'm folding laundry while, while we're chatting here. Sorry. I didn't uh, realize could, uh, Sorry. My, my headphones have been kind of sketchy, so I was, like, fucking with them. So, good. My headphones still work. <laughs> yeah, I could barely fucking hear myself. It was really annoying, and I thought it was me, and I couldn't fix it. So I was like, is that somebody else, or is that me? <laughs> if it got, like, super bad, I was going to tell I, I knew it was JT, but I'm just like, okay, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't want to yell at him on the air. <laughs> oh. Well, then, uh, I guess, uh, I, I didn't mention it because you know, nobody watches this but me, but a uh, big announcement that at the New Japan show in Long Beach, Rey Mysterio challenged Jushin Liger. Liger Ooh. accepted. So that match is on. And that's going to be awesome. I did say before that I am going to that. So that will be something amazingly cool. And then the other thing is, the next, you want to call it big show, March the 6th is the annual anniversary show for the company. And not a whole lot has been put out for that, but one match that we are getting, Okada's fighting Will Ospreay. Uh, once upon a time, it was tradition for the heavyweight champ and the junior champ to fight at the anniversary show, and that kind of fell by the wayside for a while. They're apparently bringing that back. However, it has the added wrinkle that this is sort of a machination by Switchblade Jay White, who is the latest member of Chaos. He's been pushing from the moment he joined, hey, how come nobody challenges each other in this stable? How come nobody goes after Okada's belt? How come nobody challenges Will Ospreay? Hey, guys, you really ought to do that. I mean, he's instigating like crazy. And everybody in chaos, they're like, oh, that's not how we do it. And Okada even said, well, we do that at the G1, and I'll just beat everybody anyway. And so everybody's blowing it off. But now... Until he had started bringing that up, nobody in chaos was going for the intergroup challenge. And now, all of a sudden, they are. And the announce team even brought that up. That so I wonder if this has something to do with Jay White stirring the pot. Because you know he did it with Bullet Club. He's doing it with chaos. There's only one faction in all of New Japan that actively encourages stablemates fighting each other and challenging for titles, and that's LIJ. So it'll be interesting to see the mind games of Jay White at work. So, uh, yeah, that's a thing, too. Hmm. All right. Well, we, uh, well, we gave Noyce the break song a couple of weeks ago, but uh, he thought we insisted on him playing a 311 311 song. <laughs> uh, I really didn't mind. And because of the misunderstanding, <laughs> we gave him uh, this week's break song as well. 
311. <laughs> it turns out there is a song called 313 by Eminem, but it's really shit. So I went with my original choice from a few weeks ago, which is a version of Roman Reigns' theme with incredible lyrics. <laughs> I've heard this before. It is actually incredible. <laughs> and here it is on Board Wrestling Fan. Roman Reigns, the guy with the biggest pet. Roman Reigns, the guy who has lots of sex. Roman Reigns, the guy with the wettest hair. Roman Reigns, the guy who just doesn't care. Roman Reigns, the guy with a lot of class. Roman Reigns, the guy who will kick your ass. In black, Roman Reigns, the guy who has got your back. Roman Reigns, the guy with a sweet goatee. Roman Reigns, a good friend to you and me. He will punch you, he will spew you, he will punch you, he will spew you, he will punch you, he will spew you. He will punch you. Leave that! Roman Reigns, the guy who is not that bad. Roman Reigns, the guy whose tattoos are rad. Roman Reigns, the guy has a decent car. Roman Reigns, his cousin's a movie star. And I believe that. Oh, I believe I believe that, man, I believe that, oh, I believe that, yes, I believe that, oh, I believe that, don't you? Roman Reigns, he's dressed like a prison guard, Roman Reigns, his promos are on flashcards, Roman Reigns, he's black, sort of, I think, Roman Reigns, I'd like to buy him a drink. Basis for Metallica. He's not the 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 basis for Metallica. That's Robert Chihilo. basis for Metallica. <laughs> yeah, we all know no, that. Cause, no, because the basis for Metallica does go, ooh ah, he goes, <laughs> True. <laughs> get your, get your, get your, get your band members straight. <laughs> uh, you know where we always have the band members straight? In JT land! Okay, I didn't even do it right. Let me do that again. JT land! There we go. <laughs> Alright, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll... Okay, let's get the dock up. Let's see. Push, push. Where's the dock? Okay. 313. Boom, boom, boom. All right. 
put me and Papa Shango in the WWE chamber. I am not black. I am green. I should be Deadpool too. God, please punch me in the face and tell me I am sleeping on the side of the road selling a picture of myself from 1995. Or is this real life? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching all over the world, you can all go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Korean hockey players equal jabronis. Hashtag rename Valentine's Day. Jabroni Day. Indeed. Breaking. Cavs trade everyone for three shish kebabs. Mm. Breaking. Oh, sorry. That made G hungry. (laughs) Cavs, Cavs. Breaking. Cavs trade everyone for a fucking cheeseburger. Mm. (laughs) All right. Let's get kayfabe news up. I want it to be a, a fucking tofu pizza. Instead of cheeseburger, <laughs> though. You told me those were good. Ah, oh, Killer Veget- tofu. <laughs> yeah, be- vegetarian uh, no, vegan. cheeseburger it's pizza. Vegan, vegan, vegan. cheeseburger pizza. I was thinking that but that might be good if it tastes. He said it tastes just as it good. It is. It, it is. Trust me, it does. It so I won't, like, fucking get the gut yeah. right. Oh, yeah. There's no grease. It's fucking vegan. You don't have any fucking greasy ingredients. All right, kayfabe news. Let's see, let's make sure. All right. Football fans excited for their half-assed version of WrestleMania. Like WrestleMania, but boring. (laughs) That's a good one. That was a good one. We rank the 728 most shocking times wrestlers pointed at the WrestleMania sign. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. Let's see who's on the list. Seamus, Rey Mysterio, Michael Cole. Michael Cole, number 726. Jack Ryder, 717. Uh, <laughs> here's the best one. Well, no. 709, Pointer Dog points at WrestleMania. 709 to 4. To four. Tie. All, tie. all the times John Cena pointed at the WrestleMania sign. Three. Tony Schiavone announces Mick Foley is pointing to the WrestleMania side on another network, sarcastically commenting, that will put butts in the seat. <laughs> number two, Stein Guy points at WrestleMania side. And the number one, Kurt Hawkins points at WrestleMania side. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. <laughs> Jordan out with injury. Strowman revealed as Angle's new son. Meet the pint-sized superstars of WWE's new children's revolution. <laughs> hey, when are they going to do that? <laughs> they were. They had the NXT kids thing. Oh, my mic's cutting out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Izzy was going to be a commentator. I, forgot, I, I guess they just gave up on that. Uh, they must to have. I don't this, know. <laughs> to prove this point, WWE announced today that a promising star of the children's division... Timmy Tatertop McGee, Tato, Timmy Tatertop McGee, age 12, 97 pounds, four foot two, will square off at WrestleMania against Braun Strowman. <laughs> He's American, so it, I can believe there's a 97 pound 12 year old over there. Study reveals 98% of wrestling fans would gladly smear Balor's tummy with baby oil if given the chance. Oh, God, that's just. Yeah. Um, 
No. Yeah. No. I- I'm no. pretty sure the people who have voiced that opinion to me prefer Nutella. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've said so. <laughs> Where the hell's that button when I need it? <laughs> and uh, I think that's all we got. Unless you want me to bitch about Chris Collins or he's a fucking tool. You know? But that's about it. You know? That's just Super Bowl talk. We already talked Super Bowl, so... Yeah, that's all I didn't even know who that is, so that's cool. He, he, he was the, he's one of the, he was one of the commentators at the Super Bowl, and basically... He, his oh, whole, he, fuck. So you got some retarded commentating. We talked about that. Okay, go, he, go. He, he, was, he was the one basically sucking Belichick and fucking Brady's dicks because... He oh, had, I missed instead that. Of being, instead of being unbiased, he was freaking... You certainly... He was certainly cheering for the, for the, for the fucking Patriots. So he it was, was like a total him. Homer. Homer. I didn't really have the audio up very loud during it. It was, oh, it yeah, was like a Homer thing, eh? Yeah, the, the whole thing was just... He was just like... Completely, like he he declared the the Philadelphia's Eagle defense dead like ten minutes before the game was over. Right before they they came back and won, the, what took over the game in the fourth. The Eagles came back to the game over in the fourth quarter. He basically ruled that the go ahead touchdown, not a touchdown, when it clearly was a touchdown. Um, you know, I just like seriously, you're supposed to be unbiased, fair and unbiased. You're not supposed to be. Uh, openly out for one team in, in a game like this. I'm sorry. People want, to call, oh, people want to call Joe Buck the worst commentator in sports? No. Chris Collinsworth, you are the fucking worst commentator in well, sports. Well, I mean, Jesse Ventura was openly rooting for Andre the Giant at our Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's sports entertainment. That's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> different rules. <laughs> I'm aware. Oh, well. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Trucker's Choice Sailor Capsules and Corn Nog. <laughs> <laughs> I drink to that. <laughs> I'm gonna have I to I have a beer. I should crack one open now. <laughs> Cantonese Corner with Noise. Yeah, last time I had some great advice for the men, and this time it's for the ladies. And that I'm, I think that if he's willing to give you the moon and the stars like he says he will, then the least you can do is be willing to sacrifice Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> and in honor of Valentine's Day, this is also why I drank this. I drank this last week at the Super Bowl, but I got She Monster Mango IPA. Made in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Alternative facts. Stupid sexy Flanders. Kudos to no fucking buddy. JT. Suck it. Even though we're still buddies. Too bad. It's a BWF mission and we got the goods. Here. Who wants to hear Elias play the same song infinitely? Not me. Yawn. M. Barkley on a quest. Never on my left because my right is my good ear. Scenario and angrymarks.com. And our good buddies over at uh, Bodyslam.net. And of course, our friends at Spatula City. Spatula City! Spatula City! And and Booker T's. And Booker T's. Getting there. <laughs> the Brack Lesnar shirt is available at BookerT's.com. And a friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care about in the first place. 
For the first time since WCW in the 1990s, Rey Mysterio and Jushin Thunder Liger, we've just mentioned this actually, are going to have a one-on-one -on -one match. This time it will be taking place at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Strong Style Evolved event on March 25th in Long Beach, California. Woohoo! So that, 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 that's the answer, though. We were, we were speculating a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. If not Hogan, who? Yeah. Sorry. So, sounds like some people, some, some lug, lug drops need to be dropped, brother, dude. I, I, I believe he calls them racial sores now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't New quote me without my knowledge. New Japan is pushing back their Jericho versus Naito program now that they have already have now that they already have a big match in America this year between Omega and Cody Rhodes. What's what's the deal with that? That's, that's just copy paste. I don't know anymore about it. Yeah, right. Well, which part? What do you mean? Like, the Jericho like, thing is that actually getting pushed back? Uh, we haven't heard anything about it, and but a lot of people thought going to happen. Um, okay, let me back up a little bit. Uh, at New Beginning in Osaka, Naito had a special singles match against Yoshihashi and he won as well he should have, but after the match when he was going up the ramp, Tai Chi from Suzuki-Goon attacked him and dragged him off and Tai Chi has apparently turned heavyweight. He was a junior for ages, but he was way too big. So they're supposed to have a match probably at the anniversary show, and people thought, oh, Jericho's going to show up and, you know, wreck that. And that's going to lead to them having a match at Long Beach. Everybody thinks Jericho Naito is going to happen at Long Beach. Nothing has come of that yet, but the anniversary show isn't until March 6th, but when Ring of Honor announced they were having Kenny Omega versus Cody Rhodes, you know, everybody's going... Whoa, okay. And since that show is not too far removed from Long Beach, I don't know if they're going to consider it that they just don't want to step on. But it's not on the same day, so it shouldn't matter. Long Beach is like two weeks ahead of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. So the Ring of Honor show would be almost two weeks later. So, you know... I don't know what's going on with that, but most of the New Japan fans feel pretty sure that Jericho's going to show up and interfere at the anniversary show and set up a Long Beach match, but we have no idea. Nothing has happened to that point yet. It's like whenever I see Jericho isn't going to do something, then he's going to do something for sure. <laughs> Usually, yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, that that's well, I suspect it. That makes sense. The whole year seems a little odd, considering. Well, like, I mean, the guy, the guy do can something. do it now, so you know what I mean. Like, if he goes back to WWE and signs another contract, there's no guarantee anything will ever happen. Well, uh, I mean, when they had Jericho attack Naito at New Year's Dash, it was mm -hmm. just too big of a thing to you know, overlook. And oh well, maybe some other time. I mean. Yeah, a really just, big deal was made of it, and it—he's he's not going to show up and just attack someone. He doesn't do shit like that. He's refused to come back to the WWE when the storylines were kind of like that, like they were one-offs. He's not a big fan of that. So yeah, that yeah. sounds like 100% aligned what I expect out of the deep done. 
and you know, almost I, I wouldn't say more than the match with Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. People are chomping at the bit to see Jericho versus Naito because if you think about it, they're a lot alike. They're a lot more alike than Omega and Jericho are. They're character-wise, wrestling-wise, everything. Yeah. Comparisons were drawn. So I don't see how they cannot have this match, but you know, we'll see. We've got a month and a week to set stuff up. That's considering how fast the Omega match came together. That's plenty of time. That doesn't necessarily have to be at those events anyway. No. No. So. I think if yeah. they don't, though, people are going to be wondering why not because seems like it should be there but you know well from a, from a business standpoint there's kind of two ways you go about it right like you put it in north america that one's kind of an obvious one the other one is like you get them to start watching the shows not in north america maybe not live in attendance but with the subscriptions so i could see them like from a financial standpoint you know they want to boost sales I could see that. I don't know. If they have, uh, they planted the seeds, so it's not like it's going to come out of nowhere if they choose to do it in the next few weeks, too. So they're kind of in a win-win situation from my perspective. I don't know. Uh, I'd honestly not have been shocked if Jericho had shown up at New Beginning in Osaka and cost Naito the match against Yoshihashi. There's no reason for Yoshihashi to win that. But there's also kind of no reason for the match to happen at all. So you know, it could have happened there and still didn't. So they have a lot of ways they could go with it, but if they don't do it at all. I'm curious to see what they replace it with. Fair enough. Oh, there's Hoganson. <coughs> that's what everyone's that's what everyone wants to see. <laughs> Well, of course, brother. I invented Japan. Ta. Japan, 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 Japan people. Brother. Japan and burning wild. <laughs> Back in the WWE, at this point, the plan is for Ronda Rousey to be the one to break Asuka's undefeated streak, but not until much later in the year. The angle we'll still be still shit over that, regardless. Yeah, it's got to end at some point. Sure. As long as uh, Scott sauna, like sauna beater, everyone will love that more. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve Scott Hall in a taser. <laughs> That'd be cool. Actually, it would be. Uh, let's yeah. see. The angle between the Undertaker and John Cena for WrestleMania won't take place until after the Elimination Chamber. Well, you know, weddings. He's got a John Cena's got a like. Wedding ceremony. Uh-huh. Uh, WWE is still planning a Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley feud if Lesnar decides to stay with WWE past WrestleMania. We love you, Bobby. I can't wait for the Black Lesnar memes to come back. So good. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, but I have a reputation on this show. Come on. Please, please come back, Bobby, when we can get the president on WWE TV. <laughs> they could just put him against Shelton and say it's Bobby Lashley. <laughs> there goes Mark the saying all black people look the same. 
WWE sucks because Lesnar has only defended the title five times in ten months, but New Japan is the best. Look at Okada. He's defended the title a whopping nine times in 20 months, says Bobby <laughs> Z on Reddit. That sounds like WWE math right there. The plan for Johnny Gargano as of right now is for him to have an unsanctioned fight with Tommaso Ciampa at NXT TakeOver in New Orleans before being called up to the main roster for either Raw or SmackDown. Or 205 Live. Right. I'll say it. Yeah. Uh, it's shitty, but... <sighs> I don't know. Rock, take water, pre. <laughs> well, take water, pre. It's another great wrestler getting called up with, like, unless they totally repackage him. Uh-huh. How's he going to stand out? Right. I mean, at least Bobby Roode is glorious. Ty Dillinger is 10. What does Johnny Gargano have? He's all heart. He's Johnny Wrestling. He's Johnny Wrestling, yes. Yeah. That always worked out well. <laughs> Wait, sure. I thought it was, I thought he was, I thought they were supposed to be sports entertainers. So why, why isn't it not Johnny Sports Entertainer? <laughs> I know, that's a good question. Yeah. I guess that's what happens. That's who will be when he gets called up then. There you go. Great. <laughs> Savannah Stone was Nia Jax's opponent on Raw this past Monday. She's only 17 years old, but is already a veteran of Shimmer and Shine. Sparkle and Shine? <laughs> Reminder, we still haven't seen Demon Finn Balor's WrestleMania entrance, which will look the same as his Raw entrance, only inside of a different arena. Says Broman Empire One. <laughs> Should be good. Booker T and Corey Graves have admitted their entire feud was a work due to Corey Graves' concussion issues. There's almost zero chance of a payoff for the feud. Fuck Cena for burying Finn. By the way, Cena lost all his credibility when he lost to Elias. The bookers are so terrible. All the matches should end in a draw, obviously. Also, fuck draws, says <laughs> Double Three on Reddit. Jason Jordan's leave of absence on Raw led directly to Jordan having neck surgery on Tuesday to address his numbness and loss of grip. The amount of time he will miss following surgery was not detailed in the article on WWE's website, but minimally invasive may mean they can hope to, that he can be back in time for a program with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Jason Jordan was originally scheduled to be in the Elimination Chamber match along with Seth Rollins before his surgery became necessary. Samoa Joe's foot injury is now considered serious enough that he's been benched from all live events until after WrestleMania. Tamina has had surgery for a torn rotator cuff and will be out of action for w from WWE uh, from anywhere for six to nine months. Six to eight months, rather. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, I just make all my shit up. I actually spend most of my time lying in bed eating cereal and refreshing, uh, refreshing uh, Wrestle with the Plot subreddit. Uh, that according to, uh, to uh, clearly a, a Wrestling Observer Newsletter subscriber uh, in Paul Heyman's ponytail. The Miz has signed a new four-year deal with WWE, keeping him in the company through 2022. Who would have thought there's a day when that would make us happy? I know. 
Sportskedia claims Dolph Ziggler has just signed a new two-year deal with WWE. Apparently, we're, we're supposed to be angry about that. Angry marks, if you will. <laughs> uh, people are mad, mad about that. I saw some social media fire up over that one. I don't get it. How you dare wanted to you sign, you sign. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, I guess it turns out he likes being gainfully employed. Huh. <laughs> How about that? According to Meltzer, here's the deal, Mark. You give me $11, and I'll repeat your baseless speculation back to you in my newsletter. Triple H might take over WWE now that Vince has the XFL. There. This confirmation bias ain't cut with sources or facts. It's pure, my guy. Now pay up. That from uh, clearly Wrestling Observer Newsletter subscriber Don, uh, excuse me, Dion the Socialist on Reddit. (laughs) It appears that WWE is licensing some aspects of the Broken Universe footage owned by Impact Wrestling for use in another Hardy Boys DVD compilation. WWE has announced the hiring of Serena Deeb as a coach at the WWE Performance Center. I will be a coach for the female talent and obviously alongside Sarah Amato for the first little bit and helping to groom the next generation. Teddy Hart will be returning to Impact Wrestling on April 7th in New Orleans. I hope he brings his cats. Of course. (laughs) I'll watch it if he takes his cats. Anthem Wrestling Exhibitions has now officially taken over all of the former Total Nonstop Action, or TNA, trademarks. Is anyone else incredibly popular opinion? I can't be the only one, right? Asks Vault Snapper on Reddit. Snaper? Vault Snaper? I think so. Well, you know, brother, you know, dudes into death, I invented being right, brother. (laughs) Well, you are white, Hulk, and as we all know, if it ain't white, it ain't right. What are you talking about, brother? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I'm not, bro- I'm not, bro- I'm not white. I'm freaking tan, tan orange, brother. <laughs> My, I, I don't even need to put the bronzer on anymore, brother. I'm so tan. I tanned so much back in the '80s. <laughs> the fourth episode of Mixed Match Challenge is currently at 1.8 million viewers just behind 1.9 million viewers for the series premiere and 1.7 for weeks two and three. The show only had 450,500 total views after the end of the broadcast initially, peaking at 77,700 viewers live. In addition, this week's WWE conference call revealed that of 6 million total views, 12 million minutes of MMC have been watched, which averages out to people watching only two minutes of each 20-minute episode. Yikes. Wow. I know, that, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> two minutes. Uh, now, now I need to see someone do that math, but with Raw. Yeah, I don't know. I need doubt. to know how much of Raw is being watched on average. <laughs> Dave Meltzer says WWE doesn't like the whole 10 thing with Ty Dillinger. Dillinger is just a guy on the brand that works prelims, and they put him at number 10, and it makes for a cute minute for people to chant 10, which they don't even want people to chant anyway. So that's why they keep him off TV so much, because they don't want people chanting 10. So the whole thing is completely stupid. 
Still more that Gargano has. Fuck. <laughs> That's what prompted that comment, really. Like, really? Okay. Surely they could just have him do a heel turn or something. Yeah. Tied Why Dillinger? keep him off TV? Yeah, just. I will change it to or like just nine. Break him just down to fuck with him more and have him say he's not a perfect ten anymore. It's a fucking nine. <laughs> have someone like cut off one of his fingers and shit. <laughs> not do it. Yes, that's one way to do it. But jeez. <laughs> God damn it! You got a lipstick gimmick, kid. <laughs> exactly. I think Vince just hates numbers. I mean, he hates the one fault. Chant. He hates people chanting 10, and he's had a grudge against WrestleMania numbers for five years now. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Take it, Adam. Just right. I think you're onto something. Mm-hmm. Some thoughts of a 12 year old wrestling fan Rusev Day, LMAO! <laughs> Says Live Forever 85 on Reddit. And our preview of Total Divas. This shit's over for the season. Why are you still here? Why? Just, I just want to go home. <laughs> Should be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I did any other new breaking news, so I'm not sure. I'm, I know I missed a whole shit ton of stuff this morning when I was doing this. There's some kerfuffle I heard or red or whatever, but the Jason Jordan surgery and his wife flipping out on the internet. I so, really don't yeah. understand that. It's like she was suggesting that Jason Jordan, the character, wasn't getting surgery, but the guy behind him was or something. It was just kind of weird. Is that the basic gist of it? Like, was there I think so. Else? Like I, said, I can't really understand it myself. Generally, but she I seemed to be offended so. by the idea. And she was suggesting that, no, he wasn't getting surgery or something. So it's like that whole character separation thing. So that's basically the Terry Bollea penis thing and the court trial, <laughs> just in a different context. Mm-hmm. Hot talk, man. Former, time. former WWE superstar and two-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion, the Total Package Lex Luger recently responded to a fan on Twitter who asked him to clarify that he was still alive after somebody apparently edited Luger's Wikipedia page and said that he had passed away earlier this month. Says, I really hate that I'm asking this. It could be hashtag fake news, but I need to know at genuine Lex Luger, are you still alive? I hate that I'm asking because people could be cruel claiming people are dead. I saw it on Wikipedia. And Lex Luger tweeted, Oh my goodness, I'm alive and well. Okay, alive, yes. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt. Drugs are a hell of a drug. The Miz has now become the second longest, uh, he, he now has the second most combined days as Intercontinental Champion at 542. Uh, that's as of uh, yesterday. So at 543. Uh, second most combined days as Intercontinental Champion all time, yeah. Uh, just oh. past the WWE Hall of Famer Don Morocco. He's an eight-time Intercontinental Champion, also second in all time in that category and trailing only Chris Jericho, who has nine. Uh, and is now less than 80 days away from eclipsing Pedro Morales, who held the workhorse, workhorse title for 619 days. 
WWE congratulates Miz on this incredible accomplishment. There was one, another kerfuffle that was left out of the news, and that was Shelton Benjamin hiring a car with a gun in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. My own shoot interview. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Shelton Benjamin shoots hard on budget cars. Never mind, that's infinitely better than anything else I could have said. <laughs> I thought that was the whole point of his tweet was that he didn't shoot hard on budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that, that that I I saw that I saw that tweet for sure. Was there follow up to that? Because really, what the hell? <laughs> I've not heard any follow up now, but it's just a great story. That how the fuck do you leave a fucking gun in a glove box? Uh huh. Driving around a few days, apparently. I think, right? Yeah, he said he he was hiring out for like four days. He didn't notice it until the fourth day or something. Huh. Didn't get in the glove box or something, but it was loaded and everything. So. You'd think that they would clean these cars between youths, which would be checking that and just looking for stuff. Yeah, I don't know. And you saw the picture. This was not exactly a tiny little stick-it-in-your-pocket gun. This thing was big. I don't yeah. see how anybody missed it. It's ready for the rental drive-by. Yeah, you're right. I, was, I, 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 I guess, yeah, follow-up would be interesting to hear. It's like, like you know, you think they'd clean it every time. So obviously they at least missed one time. So how effective would be doing like a backlog of the rental history to figure out who owned the gun without you'd have to get other info like fingerprints or something. Ah, oh, fucking crazy. Did we miss any other any shit in the news? I don't know. It just felt like maybe it was just because last week there was so much. Because last week was kind of a busy one. Yeah, one other one is the idea that WWE were. Filming a Latin American tournament, but William Regal denied it and said it's not happening. Apparently, WWE is filming a game show for the WWE Network that uh, had been rumored in the past, but apparently it's actually yeah. happening now. Sweet. Uh, and Bubba Ray Dudley uh, says that uh, if it was totally up to me, I would want something completely different. I would have every fan who was in the ECW arena in February 97 who saw me and Devon hit our first 3D induct us. Sounds crazy, but I think that would be cool AF. But since it's WWE Hall of Fame, I think it would make sense for either Heyman, Edge and Christian, or the Hardys. So like 250 people. Yeah. Personally, my vote would be for uh, Joel Gertner. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be great, really, yeah. You want ratings. <laughs> Joel Gertner <laughs> inducting the Dudley boys. <laughs> Oh, I just can Joel Gertner with a now. live microphone. Joel Gertner, no, <laughs> yeah. this is what you do: is you get Joel Gertner and Lou D'Angeli as sign guy Dudley, <laughs> <laughs> and you have the, you have the two of them induct the Dudleys. That's what I would do. I'm not just saying that because they're former guests on the show. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's about it. 
Goddamn. Van Halen's first album turned 40 years old yesterday. <laughs> Nine months, and I turned 40 years old. <laughs> Alrighty then. I guess the uh, only thing left to do is for me to find this button here and uh, say all the stuff I'm supposed to say. Let's see here. Send to... No, I want to play with music with media player. Here it is. Media so player. for at G of the Internet at Random Redhead at Mark underscore Noise at Book Junkie Jaina at El Generico. I am at Think So Joe, and we are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday live at 2 p.m. Eastern on BoardWrestlingFan.com. You can download us on BoardWrestlingFan.com, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music. And uh, over at Bodyslam.net, you can get us in all kinds of places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Yeah. No more yes. <laughs>